Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Crystal Pisces Studios. Today is the day after my birthday. I'm still celebrating, um, but I woke up and I was like, you know what? This week, I think I'm going to not do a podcast episode, but you know what? Spirit said otherwise. So here I am today with another episode of Crystal Pisces Studios. I hope you take the time to listen to this in its entirety because you're going to love it. Like, why wouldn't you? No. But today is actually a little bit differently. It's a little bit different because I was put, it was put on my spirit to talk about the full moon. Something's crackling in my background and I don't know what it is. So we're going to talk about the full moon today. Stay tuned. So I thought it would be fitting that we would talk about the full moon today. Because if you're not aware of the celestial bodies, it is a full moon on March 6th. Um... It's like 99 point, let me look. I feel like it's like 99 point something or another, um, which for me, I was like, this is so epic because the full moon started, like it was considered full moon yesterday, like last night. And I was like, of course, on my 36th birthday, it is a full moon the full the moon is full and i was like bruh this is epic so i wanted to really talk about la luna the full moon mother moon whatever you call her the celestial body that resides in the sky in the wee hours of the night that we actually listen and 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 mark and keep track of who's some women's menses tend to align with her energy and shed during this time you know that's a thing too so I wanted to really take a different approach to this episode where we talk about the moon and then we go into of course a deity and then we go into of course a crystal like this wouldn't be crystal Pisces studios if we didn't go into a damn crystal right fucking right so let's actually hold on let me find a little my page that i'm gonna start at um i know i've been asked this before uh what book do i use for all this information there's actually a book that i've had for many years um when I say many years, I think I got, this is one of the first crystal books that I actually got, um, over. So this book is like actually over almost 10 years old anyways, but information in it is still very valid. So I want to start off by one, let's just talk about the moon itself, right? Some people give it the gender of female, uh, Luna. Most languages, it is a 
the word for it is the feminine version. So la luna, it's, I think that's Spanish. But in this book, and at the time this book was written, it's that the age of the moon is 4.6 billion years old. So I'm sure that that's a little bit older now. Um, the Asani lore around it is the spiritual mother or seasons the moon of many gifts the moon doesn't have an atmosphere so there's literally no gravity there it said its composition the moon composition the core might be iron um its mantle mantle is silicates and its crust is silicate rock so you know here here on earth we have days so the day on the moon since the rotation, a revolution and the rotation times around the earth are the same. The moon knows constant day on one side and night on the other. So it literally, it doesn't like swirl on its X or Y axis. It just kind of like <laughs> moves around the earth. And so one side is always day. One side is always night. Um, the deity or saint associated with the moon, La Luna, is Artemis, Diana, Luna, or Isis, or the goddess of the moon, um, which is Luna, sorry. Uh, its domain, it's, its emotions, it's ruled, emotions are ruled by the moon. It reaches its unconscious and influences even our dream. It encourages the full range of feelings through its changes. It allows experiences incompatible in the improbable in the light of day, yet appropriately under the light of the moon. So that's just some basic information about the moon. Okay, so that was just some information about the moon itself. But let's talk about what it means when the moon is full. Um, so the chakra that's associated with a full moon is your heart center. So that's going to be the middle of your chest. It's also that green color. Um, and so it's deep growth in healing occur. Um, the direction is south. The time of day is noon. So when we're thinking about full moon and all of its aspects, those are its favorable places. The time of the year is deep summer. Also, here's the description, right? The description says, we are at the height of our power now, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And so are our efforts. It is a time of love and trust, the full bloom of existence. It is a time of solidarity, and so relationships are strong. We share our inner being with the rest. We are one and fill the deep healing of unity. We draw on the power of group. Wisdom deepens, and the healing flows in both directions. If women are cycling with the moon, it is a time for them to come together, empowered and creative. So let me just tell you, 
let me just tell you oh i'm gonna need this again i think i'm gonna need this again yeah i'm gonna need this again um i don't know like i feel like i've always admired the moon as a little girl i always remember sitting um, we had this apartment in Arizona that my bed was kind of in front of the window. And I remember always looking up and looking out at the moon as I went to bed. And, you know, in Arizona back in the day, we're talking like the 19, 1990s, right? The pollution and the air um, quality wasn't as bad as it is now. And the sky was like super, super clear. And I remember looking up and just admiring the glow of the moon and just being completely comforted. Now we flash back or we fast forward to, I'm in my 20s now and we're living in Georgia. And the way that my bedroom was set up in Georgia is I had a direct view from my bed of the outside, like the sun and the moon and stuff. And so I would lay a lot of times in bed and literally just bask in the moon's light and then fast forward to now in my current house when the moon is full my entire back half of my house illuminates and it's so pretty and I know when it's a full moon because I could see out in my backyard and I'm like I it looks like it's daytime but it's nighttime and so the moon reminds me that even in our darkest hour there are always there's always going to be something that illuminates the entire field and will allow for you to see that which has been hidden by the darkness so if you just take a second in all that you do and all that you might have going on in your life right now and understand that with the right perspective, everything can be seen. Everything can be understood with the right perspective and the right guidance. Um, and I think that's important to understand, to kind of navigate through as we go through this full moon. Full moons are so important for realizing who you are realizing the world around you and the relationship that you have with that world I love the moon that's like the moon is like she's my jam <laughs> so naturally I would create a whole episode just around the moon I want you guys to take a second. I'm recording this podcast super early. It's 6.22 in the morning. So I want you guys to take a second. And I want you to close your eyes if you can. If you can, only do this. But I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to feel the expansion of your diaphragm as you take that breath, right? I want us to get real mindful right now. So breathe in. 
I want you to hold it, feel it, feel the expansiveness of your being as you hold your breath and then release. Let's do it again. Breathe in. Hold it. Feel the expansiveness and release. I really think it's important that we understand our own expansiveness in the space that we actually occupy right now. It is important that you understand that you, like the moon, become full and then we wane. But this is like the constant ebb and the flow of our natural body rhythm, right? So when you think about how you're breathing, right? You're expanding, you're illuminating, you're feeling up, and then you release it and you're waning and you're waxing. So we go through the phases of the moon more often than we think, right? And then even in like the cycles in our body, there are always cycles where we fill up, right? And then we release. <laughs> we won't go into the depths of that, but just it's just really important that we are really mindful of our own body and the correlation that we have with the moon. So um, I picked a deity, um, but I won't I won't go into it just yet. But what I want you guys to do, especially, I'm gonna take this opportunity to talk about you know your crystals. I want you to take your crystals out from wherever they are, wherever you store them in. And I'm hoping you store them on like some sort of cloth situation and not plastic. But if you do, then so be it. But take them out. If you have a place in your house that gets full illumination from the moon, set your crystals there tonight, today, tonight. The moon is full regardless of the time of day. So the reality is you could set your crystals out during the day but you will get that sun energy in there too however i would say tonight set your crystals out i like to let mine sit out for about 24 hours so it goes through the full cycle of the sun and moon kind of going through its rising on the east and setting on the west i like that energy the directional energy that me putting my crystals out and letting it sit for uh, 24 hours i like that energy in my crystals you may not want that energy it's totally up to you and set your crystals out tonight when you're setting your crystals out i want you to set some intentions with them with the moon and so you're going to ask the moon to cleanse your crystals. You're going to ask the moon to wash away anything, any energy that has attached itself to your crystals that is no longer serving you today, right? Because the energy that you had a couple months ago may not be the same energy that you need today. So we're going to ask that the moon cleanse them of any energy that is no longer serving to where you are today and where you're going right we're thinking about ourselves in the now in the present moment and where we are we are going to be where we are going to be in the future 
So that's the energy that we want to attune our crystals to the present me and the future version of me. That's the energy I want to attune my crystals to, not the past me, right? And then light a candle. I like to light a candle first, so I said it a little backwards. And go into your meditation. particular goddess that is associated with the moon there's actually a couple but I chose one so let's go over the couple so you'll have some ideas so a couple of the deities that you could call upon during your rituals it's Diana Selene and Isis and there are a lot of other lunar goddesses that you can call them but those are kind of the main ones Today, I chose, drum roll please, no, no, no drum roll necessary, actually she does deserve a drum roll, is the goddess Isis, why, because for some reason I feel like her energy has been calling to me for, since last night actually, um, and so I pulled a, I pulled her card from my um, divine feminine deck, and so I want to read to you guys about Goddess Isis. Um, as soon as I find the page, like I'm struggling today. All right. So the Goddess Isis is the magic or the goddess of magic, right? And it starts off by saying that sexual energy is sacred. My pleasure is a prayer that brings me back to life listen so this episode is going to be might get a little spicy so we'll see how we'll see where this goes so let's go over who she is isis embodies the pure magic of devoted love isis is an ancient egyptian goddess of love fertility resurrection and magic her temples lie in the nile delta in upper egypt from the fourth century bce to the fourth century ce with the closing of the temple at Philae. The priests and priestesses who served her were known for their miraculous healing powers. Isis is the, god, the daughter of Jeb, the god of the earth, and Nut, the goddess of the sky. She married her brother, Osiris. When he was murdered, his body parts were scattered all along the earth. Isis searched tirelessly to remember him and then use her sexual energy to bring him back to life. Osiris's death and rebirth were celebrated annually. Isis then gave birth to their son Horus and became worshipped as the ideal wife and mother. Her association with magic originates from the sun god Ra. Isis created the first snake in order to in order for it to bite Ra. In his pain and near death, he gave her his secret name so that she could revive him. Isis then became more powerful than Ra and possessed the magic to heal and to prolong life or to give life back to the dead. 
when your soul selects this card. The sexual energy that comes, that creates life, can also be used to sustain it. It's significant that Osiris, oh, I'm sorry, that Isis brings Osiris back to life by making love to him. The metaphor is that by untying life and death, body and soul, masculine and feminine, heaven and earth, a rebirth or a resurrection occurs. Wait a minute. Let me read that again. The metaphor is that when un uniting okay oh that was like that didn't make any sense the metaphor is that by uniting life and death body and soul masculine and feminine heaven and earth a rebirth or resurrection occurs the sexual energy that sex expire inspires exists within each of us all the time latent and waiting to be utilized to create more life often your own sexual energy and power is feared or left neglected and unacknowledged it is a powerful sacred life force and isis wants us to integrate more fully it doesn't require a partner to activate it we're gonna end there okay Okay, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna read that over. Okay, often our own sexual energy and power is feared, or left neglected and unacknowledged. It is powerful, sacred life force that Isis wants us to integrate more fully. It doesn't require a partner to activate it. It only takes awareness that it exists, and the remembering and the way that she's text. She's writing remembering. It's not the way that, it's not the regular way. This is R-E-M-E-M-B-E-R-I-N-G. So it's important to note that when I say remembering in this section, it's not remembering, like it's re and then membering. It's weird. Okay, remembering of our heart to our head, our body to our soul it takes activating the energy of our root chakra and uniting it with the crown chakra just above our head isis is a call for us to allow our sexuality to infuse and enhance all that we say and do she is the sacred reminder that sex is holy And what makes it holy isn't marriage or a certain combination of male and female or masculine and feminine. Sex is made sacred through presence, through our capacity to be fully embodied. Oh my God. (laughs) Listen. Sexual energy is sacred. My pleasure is a prayer that brings me back to life. Pleasure is a prayer that brings me back to life. My pleasure 
is a prayer that brings me back to life. What brings you pleasure? What brings you pleasure in life? It's all coming. It all makes a little bit more sense. I don't know if you guys listen to Abraham Hicks, but whenever Abraham Hicks talks, Abraham refers to getting into the flow. It's following the pleasure, following the ease, following the things that make you happy. I feel like a lot of times we do associate pleasure with just sex. But what brings you pleasure? What makes you happy? What makes your soul boil? What makes your sacral chakra tingle? And what keeps you grounded but keeps you creative at the same time? and allows you to work through the ebbs and the flow of the energy that is creativity. I think a lot of times when I think about like sexuality, I think of creativity, I think of fluid movements, I think of almost like water, but like lava, like lava water, right? And so I think that's also a reference back to Pele and Pele's energy as well. But from last week's episode, which if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and listen to it. But I really do think that a lot of times we get stagnant because we forget and I'm speaking to myself too, the energy that we can harness just by tapping into what makes us, ple- what gives us pleasure and doing things not because it makes fucking sense, but doing things because it simply gives you fucking pleasure. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter about anything else, but if it's going to give you pleasure, let's do it. Now, there is a such thing as reckless, reckless abandonment. So don't be doing all that shit. But you know what I'm saying? Just go with the ease. Go with the flow. Follow the pleasure and follow the happiness. Follow the things that are going to give you life. And re and resurrect you so you can remember who you are. You like that Lion King reference? Remember who you are. <laughs> Okay, so I decided that um, I wanted to talk about, of course, a crystal. So this is the crystal section. I chose a crystal that directly correlated with the goddess Isis and the moon together. And that is a moonstone. So moonstone is going to harness the energy of not only the moon, but of also Isis as well. Um, I do have Moonstone available in my shop. Um, I do have tumbled Moonstone. So if you're wanting like a couple of pieces of Moonstone, I do do Tumble Tuesdays on crystalpiscestudios.com and you can totally get you a couple of their buy two, get one free. And then, or I do have Towers of Moonstone and Palm Hearts of Moonstone as well. So just shameless plug there. Hit up crystalpiscestudios.com. Okay, so Moonstone is also a, a form of what we call an orthoclast or a field spar, something similar to that. The advice is emotions 
can be the wellspring of knowledge. Experience them and honor them. Allies for Moonstone are rose quartz, kunzite, malazite, unikite, and epidote. Animals associated are the bluebird, grasshoppers, and hummingbirds. The birthstone is July. There is a bit of caution that Jane puts on here. It's that this stone mirrors the negative as well as the positive. It aggravates the solar plexus when used or worn over it. Be careful of belt buckles, especially on wide belts with moonstone on them. So don't be out here wearing these moonstone belts, okay? Um, the, sh- the, so- the chakra that it applies to is the heart. For cleansing, of course, love to be cleansed under the moon. It loves to be cleansed under the moon. Its color is a milky blue, green, pink, or white opalescence with a sheen. So it does kind of give you like labradorite vibes, but it's um, not as... It, it's on a white background versus the black background or darker background of a labradorite, right? Um, its complements are tiger's eye, red tiger's eye, hematite, garnet, and onyx. Its composition, so its chemical composition, is going to be a potassium aluminum silicate or a tectosilicate. Its crystal system is monoclinic system. Its culture is Roman. Its deity is Isis, the goddess of ancient Egypt. It says that she is still revered, especially by pagans, as an ideal mother, wife, and protector of nature. But we already gone over that already. Its element is water. I would definitely want it a water element, right? Because we're in water season, we're in Pisces season. So of course it has to be very fluid and watery. Its energy is receptive, cleansing, introspective, reflective energy. It connects the PMS, PMS. Folk name is the happiness stone or the traveler stone. Its gender is female. On a hardness, hardest, hardness scale, it is a six to a 6.5. So it's more on the harder side. For For healing purposes, this is really good for creativity, decision-making, hope, discernment, happiness, humanitarianism, joy, love, self-expression, self-knowledge, understanding, and unselfishness. Spiritually, it is really great for accessing energies from other worlds, aura readings, destiny, inner self, insight, intuition, and nourishment. Um, From a magical use perspective, it is more powerful during a waxing moon, new moon, to full moon. Uh, It is used to draw love, work out problems with a mate. If you wear or bury it during um, gardening for plant fertility and hang on a fruit or flowering tree. Its metal is silver. Its planet is the moon, Neptune and Venus. Its plant is apple, geranium and sunflower. Its um, sacred number is four. Tarot card is the 10 of cups in the moon and zodiac sign is Cancer, Libra and Scorpio. So if you made it this far in the episode, I need you to go ahead, hit 
follow on Spotify, head over to my Instagram. Make sure you're following Crystal Pisces Studios on Instagram because that's where I go live with my Crystal Live show. So if you didn't know, I do do a live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I figured I'd just go ahead and tell you like you're enjoying me. I'm clearly enjoying you. So let's just make this official thing. Okay. Um, but I want to go more into Moonstone um, because there are some magical uses that I want to read. So this one's going to come from the Cunningham um, Encyclopedia of Crystal Gem and Metal Magic, right? So for Moonstone, its magical uses is this stone is receptive in love drawing. Wear or carry a Moonstone to bring love into your life. On the night of a full moon and by its light, ring a pink candle with Moonstone cabochons light the candle and visualize yourself in a loving relationship so if love is what you're wanting this is what you'll do um the moonstone is also prized for its ability to work out problems between lovers especially those who have bitterly fought hold a moonstone empower it with loving vibrations and give it to your household mate best of all share this ritual with him or her by exchanging stones because of its association with the moon, the bringer of sleep, the stone is often placed between the pillow or moonstone beads are worn to bed in order to ensure a restful sleep. Like malicite and jade, the moonstone is associated with gardening. Where doing planting or watering or bury a small moonstone while visualizing your garden bursting with fertility. To entice a tree into the abundant fruiting, tie it or attach a moonstone to one of its tree limbs. I was talking about this earlier and I'm just trying to make sure I got everything in. The stone is also gently protected because the moonstone seems to travel through the zodiac. It's a stone, it's a stone, it's stone is a traveler's protective charm. Carry your wear when away from home, especially during travel over or on the water. This is a perfect gift for avocational or vocational sailors and friends leaving on cruises. Empower the stone with protective energies before presenting them. Moonstone rings can be worn while swimming from, for protection in the water. An old ritual to determine future events can be formed at least three days after the full moon. Hold a moonstone in your hand while visualizing a possible future course of action such as selling a house, accepting a new job, moment of silence, three days after the full moon. Then place the moon soon beneath your tongue and continue visualization. After a few moments, remove the stone and end your conscious effort to retain the image. If it remains, or if your thoughts continue to revolve around the possible act, it is a favorable one. If your mind turns to other matters, it's better to take a different route. If in doubt, perform this right once again. Moonstone beads and pendants are worn during divinary acts and produce psychism in general. Psychics keep moonstone with their tarot cards or rune stones to heighten their ability to use such tools. A quartz crystal sphere 
is also encircled with moonstone prior to scurrying. scurrying. This stone is worn and used in rites designed to renew or maintain a youthful appearance and attitude. If you are trying to lose weight, perhaps moonstones can help. Don't diet. Reprogram your eating habits. Eat light meals on regular intervals. Avoid sugars and fats. Consume less red meat. Load up on raw steamed veggies and fresh fruits and wear a charged moonstone. I gave you guys a lot to do on this moonstone in this episode. So hit me up on Instagram. If you do any of these, I want to know, like literally, I want to be in the know. Like I want to, I want to share in this energy with you and stand in agreement with whatever your desires are. So hit me up on Instagram and let's, let's commune together. Okay, let's recap. So I want to make sure I covered all the points that I needed to cover on today's episode. Because this episode is a little bit longer than we're used to, right? We talked about the moon. We talked about the benefits or, or the things of what going on with the full moon. We talked about a full moon ritual, just a full moon ritual with your crystals. We talked about the goddess Isis. And there were two parts to that. We talked about moonstone, the crystal associated with the moon and Isis. And we also talked about the full moon ritual, rituals that you could do. So I feel like we've covered that a a lot in this episode. And I do appreciate you hanging in there with me. Um, this is over a 30 minute episode. I try to keep them within like 30, 35 minutes, but this one did kind of go a little bit longer. So I hope that you got great benefits out of today's podcast. I've thoroughly enjoyed being the vessel that delivered it to you because as I am speaking to you, I'm also speaking to myself. So just know I get a lot out of these podcasts as much as I pour into them. I also am receiving a lot out of them as well. So I appreciate you for sharing this space with me today. I appreciate you for continuously listening to my podcast and the things that spirit has given me to share with you all. Um, I would definitely, again, if you're not following me on Instagram, please head over there and follow me just because I want to create that community. I want you to know that I am accessible to you. Um, and the best way to reach me is through Instagram. Honestly, even if you have questions about crystals or navigating my website, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Um, if you want a more intimate experience, I definitely do recommend that you join in on the live crystal shows that I have on 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This week is going to be a little bit shorter um, live show, so I'm only going to do an hour this week. Your girl is tired, but I'm still going to do an hour. I'm still going to show up for you. I'm going to show up for myself and um, still have the live crystal show. So please make sure that you're there at 7 on the dot and we can rock and roll that way um but yeah there's a lot there's a lot here to unpack if you need to re-listen to this a couple times i say definitely do that i really wish that i really hope that you take some time today and remember the fullness and the expansiveness of who you are the create the creativity that lies within you and the sexual energy that creates the worlds that we have today that is the essence of creation 
is ecstasy. I don't know if I ever told you guys, there's this famous painting, and this is me going off on a tangent before I let you go. There's a famous um, sculpture that I've absolutely loved when I was in art school. It was the ecstasy of Mother Teresa. If you, I really want you guys to look it up, and I want you to to imagine the feelings that she is feeling and i love it because it just shows how intoxicated she is with the thought of life and living and love and just being in total alignment that's what that embodies for me the ecstasy of mother teresa i love it anyways thank you all for joining me on today's podcast it's been an absolute pleasure being a servant and being of service to you i hope you guys have a miraculous week i hope it's full of magic full of love full of abundance and full of prosperity i hope that you get endless joy and have endless ecstasy this week bye